podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi folks, Tino here. Just before we get started with today's weekly show, you'll have noticed a change in the format last week, with the weekly show now only available in full to subscribers at the Celtic Exchange Plus. You can still enjoy the opening section of the show here, but if you genuinely value and enjoy what we do and want to support us for less than a fiver a month, then you can do so right now at theCelticExchange.com slash plus. In addition to getting full access to the weekly show, you'll also be able to enjoy the pre- and post-match shows we provide for every Celtic game, as well as our special bonus episodes with Celtic heroes like Martin O'Neill, Lubo Moravchik and more. So jump to the CelticExchange.com slash plus right now, where it takes less than two minutes to get set up, and we'll see you back here shortly for this episode of the Celtic Exchange Weekly. The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. The real Rio Hatati, the impact of Palma and the resurrection of Liam Scales. We'll cover it all and much more in this week's show. This is the Celtic Exchange Weekly, this is Tino. And this week I'm joined by a full house of Paddy Miff and James as we cover all things Celtic. Miff, let's just get started with Rio Hatati's goal. Talk us through it, especially the nutmeg at the start. Hello Tino, hello James, hello Paddy. Uh, listeners, I was directly behind it. That's where, where I sit and what a view I had of it. Absolutely magic to watch, fantastic and... I think there was a, a wee article, a post-match around Rodgers talking about intensity on the ball. And I think for anybody that watches Hattati on a regular basis, he, he plays the game at his own pace. And, and sometimes he could be doing with just that wee bit of urgency. So you have to say, if that if that's what the information that his coach has given him, and we're now seeing that manifest itself on performances in the park, it can only be a good thing for us and for the club. Um, it was a real bit of drive, intensity, and you could actually see the celebrations after it as well. He loved it. He, he knew he knew it was a great goal. But honourable mention to Kyogo's run across the defence as well, drags the defender yep. away. It's just a it's just a brilliant, brilliant goal all round. But I, it's what we know he's capable of. And from Hatati's point of view, Paddy, he's we've heard comments from in the couple of years or so that he's been in Scotland. You know, talking about the fact that he is ambitious and he's got goals and and targets he wants to achieve in his career and. As much as he's, what is he, 25 years of age, he's only really played pro for three, four years. And listen, as and when he decides to move on, very best of you know, luck to him. He's signed a new deal at Celtic and everybody wins there. But that intensity is what's been lacking, certainly in the, the opening part of this season. He's, as Miff says, he's his own man, he plays in his own style, which at times can be frustrating because it's almost too relaxed. You know, it's like, I'll try this wee pass. Ah, it's not worked out. That's not quite good enough at Celtic. It's clear that Rodgers has had a word and we've seen the direct benefit at the weekend. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think we did. There's this um, there's this myth that he's went off the boil because um, he, he was trying to facilitate this move out. I generally think it's just been a total change on everything that's it's been going on at Celtic. New manager, new style, new setup, um, dealing with an injury and coming back into it. If there's a manager that's going to be able to make you ready to make that step up if it goes Premier League for example it's going to be Brendan Rodgers and I think that yeah that urgency could be a little bit more but then there, there's plenty of games last season where he did take the game with the scruff of the neck for us as well I, I don't think we can forget that it has definitely been his best performance this season uh, to date so brilliant to see it um, but if, if we're getting that week in week out then that's terrifying for the rest of this league I really do think so um, I thought he was outstanding on Saturday, I had a lot of questions after the game in Lazio, uh, sorry, the game against Lazio, um, about the risk-taking real Hattati that we've seen in the first two se- or season and a half to what we've seen on, on Wednesday there. I was a little bit unsure about how confident he was in his own ability at points. Um, but then games like that, if you've got a manager in there, it's basically telling you, you are capable to make a step up, 
but you need that intensity. And we've seen it on Saturday. He was brilliant. Yeah. Just to, to both those points, Roger's comments directly about Hatati after you referenced all of that, and he said that's a level that wasn't a level on Wednesday night, so it didn't go unnoticed. But he's, it's the fact that he sat him down, talked him through his own game, and said, "Look, here's what I need from you, and I know you can do it." And then he's delivered that. That's phenomenal, both you know, for the coach and the player and the fans. That that's all working, you know, and we get the, the benefits of it. Yeah. What we're seeing with our own eyes, you're seeing the the real. Man management side of Brendan Rodgers coming to the fore now. There's lots of really good footage from after some of the recent games, but you know, the game against Kilmarnock being a great example, it shows you him going directly to Rio Hatati, spending just a, a, a bit of time with him. He's got the arm around the shoulder, Hatati's got the arm around him, and they're clearly connecting on, on some level, whether it's, you know, you know, this is what I've asked you to do and you've done it for me, or whatever the conversation is. But he's clearly got really good relationships across the board, James. And Matt O'Reilly's actually a great example, isn't he? He just seems to thrive under that. And I think. Most human beings thrive under that. I understand Ange had a bit more of a, a standoffish approach, but we're all motivated as individuals in different ways, whether it's you know in life or work or sport or whatever. And sometimes you just need somebody to put the arm around the shoulder and give you that bit of guidance, and he, he clearly does that. I think most would, would fall towards it. Do you want the kind of distant stepfather of Ange, or do you want you know the, the nurturing Brendan Rogers? You know, he's got that talent. I, I think what we're how, the level we are performing at. I just mean. Singly in Europe, the level we are performing at with the players we've got is because of Rodgers. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's there's additions required to that squad, and he's still getting level with the teams he's playing. I think he's he's doing a phenomenal job. When well, you think back to the first his first season, there wasn't a huge change in personnel brought into the yeah. team. We, we were working with Dyla's team. A lot of them had kind of down tools under Dyla, and we've seen a resurgence from quite a few of them, especially Dedrick Boyata. Mm -hmm. I think he was one player that just had someone coming in and massage the ego. Um, so someone I, I actually remember Lennon was really really good at that with uh, Samaras and I think that man management really does play its part but you can't take anything away from the style that Ange has in the sense of that that team almost feared to do wrong under Ange so therefore, therefore the levels were extremely high this is a whole team trying to trust this guy and understand that this guy's style of management and if you're getting that only in the beginning of October. I think that's pretty good going, considering we never fully got all the players we wanted to get. I, I think as well, just from a, an overall performance point of view, Hatati's individual performance was outstanding, but as a team performance as well, we missed a hell of a lot of chances. You know, in, in other games, there's maybe been chances, but maybe single-figure chances, whereas at Celtic Party, maybe be creating... Double figure chances that was it was back to that and Saturday it was really really intense for all, all the team I thought so if Rogers' message is getting across both to individuals and collectively I think we're really seeing it bearing fruit now and I take your point you know I think it's one that, that shouldn't be missed out around you know the level of performance that we've seen for the two European games disappointing results mm -hmm. naturally but I've been going to these games for for long enough now and. The game against Lazio, performance-wise, is probably as good as we've played at Celtic Park at home in Europe in a long, long time. Paddy, just on the Lazio stuff, so myself and James done the, the final whistle show to cover all the, the big talking points, but not actually had your own chat on that. So what's your general summary of the night? Listen, such a, a sore one to lose a late goal, but to Miff's point, performance-wise, for the most part, pretty pleasing, but what's your overall take on it? I think just um, the thing missing for me, it, just, it wasn't entirely a gutsy display. I think they were very, very comfortable with the ball. And some of the boys disagreed with me. I was I was pretty 
pretty upset with the, the overall performance more than the fact that that was a team that was there to be beaten mm-hmm. um, and I just generally thought that a couple of players maybe froze under the uh, like under the occasion um, we've seen the difference down the left when, when Palmer came on just a bit more confidence for Taylor and who was in front of him but if this is this is what you're you're, you're going to be up against you, you need to have confidence in every single player that you're playing with you need to have confidence in playing that forward pass and that's what I was talking about from Hatati. We looked at the pass completion um, rate of last season. In fact, he gets slated for it. Uh, sorry, a podcast gets slated for highlighting it. But it all came back from the fact that he was trying this killer pass. He was trying to make things happen. And the one night that it, uh, we would have wanted him to have done that and take the game with the scruff of the neck, as we've said, was Wednesday night. And he didn't. He didn't. And I think that those little moments cost us. We're already kind of dealing with like a makeshift centre half pairing and Liam Scales and, and Nat Phillips. Taking nothing away for their performance, by the way. Absolutely brilliant. But we even seen the difference when Carter Vickers came on. It was a bit more zip about us. A, a lot more considered approach. But by that point, albeit we got the, the goal which was chopped off, but we left it too late in that sense to really go for the jugular. And I just thought that it was uh, it was poor from players that should know what it takes. What I like, so yeah, you, I, I think overall there was loads of positives to take from, yeah, yeah. from Wednesday night, but of course there's there's things to go through. James and I discussed the fact that there's no doubt there will have been a debrief at Lennox Town or wherever on Thursday or Friday or whenever they choose to do these things. And I like the fact that it certainly looks like, just in a, you know, in terms of a small example, it looks like Brendan Rodgers and his coaching team have seen that lack of intensity from Rio Hattati and they've done something about it in a short couple of days. Now it's not an overnight fix, you know, that's something Hattati will need to bring his game time after time. But it's good that, the and, and as you'd expect from a pro like Rodgers, they're picking up on the various points that you need to, and they're doing something about it. So we know it's a team in transition, we know it's a team that's learning, but there's certainly really positive signs from the Lazio game that we're getting there. The one big lack for me, and it's so obvious, is we just didn't have that ruthlessness, that killer touch to go and get the second, and you know we were so unlucky not to get Palmer's goal, but you're quite late in the day, Paddy, when you've dominated for a long time, and you've got to score when you're on top, Math. Yes, and I think... Th- Paddy's quite right to say it's the, the feeling of disappointment comes from knowing that the game was there to be won and having dominated much of the second half and much of the game it felt like Palmer's goal was, was that big moment but like you say Paddy it's late in the day it's then hard to go and galvanise yourself again the way I was looking at it was the, the team has has both Taylor and, and Scales in it and at times in the first half in particular they gave the ball away a, a few times you know, I think Scales a couple of times had tried to play out first time passes and really, really deep inside his own half that didn't quite come off. And there's always a, a, an extra wee bit of nervousness around the stadium in, in those nights, and I understand that it's high stakes stuff. Um, but I was kind of thinking to myself, well, you know, you could go there and you could berate Greg Taylor and Liam Scales if you wanted, but those guys are probably going to go to the park knowing that if you're being quite blunt about it, that isn't their level or their, their natural level. They're, they're probably just a, a wee bit below that. Is it any good berating these guys for giving the ball away? I don't, I don't really think not, it's... Not when they're giving their tank. You know, you, you can see these guys are giving their absolute all, regardless of what you what you might think, you know, or what your opinion may be of them as, as players. So you, you, take, you take that into account. But I think the overriding feeling for me was that... The, the negative for me was that that was the glaring deficiency of the summer was that those positions weren't felt with better. And I know we've had injuries, and I know you could argue that if Novoroki's playing fine, but you could even argue goalkeeper left-back aren't, aren't, don't have better in them, and therefore 
the, the result is engineered from that. But that's been negative when, to go back to James's original point, that team that we had out in the park was extremely well coached, approached the game yeah. very well and should have got more from it. And it's just as simple as that. I, I suppose at this moment in time, I suppose, and always for Brendan Rodgers, his main job is to get the most he can out of the group he's got available to him. If Celtic sign better players and stuff, that's a different story and they certainly should have given him a bit, a bit more support in the window. But right now he's got who he's got and he's getting the best tune he can out of those guys and I think that's all you can ask for. You could certainly argue, and myself and James did discuss it in the post-match, that if he had a better striker to call upon off the bench, so when Kyogo had to go, he was done. Always not doing it at this moment in time, Paddy. I think your money's in jeopardy. Now you've got a baby, Marty. Is, early payout. <laughs> is it 50? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, he's cameo on Saturday. Oh, jeez, man. But again, that's kind of like, like what you were talking about with Scales and Taylor. Is he feeling the, the, the pressure of the, or like for the crowd? And, and listen, I get it. I get it. We, we, we need to see better from him. Um, I, it, I, I like him, by the way. I like him. I, I do. I, I thought I seen glimpses, but it's just he's not getting the game time to try and, and even get mustered up something and I just don't think it's there I really don't I, I agree and, and it's hard to just be getting 15, 20 minutes he's not even getting the luxury point up top with Kyogo either he's getting thrust up there and just you know it's almost like a slap in the backside run about for his big man you see when Jackie Marcus was coming off the bench you know a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago or whatever kind of thing you're going get a chance of doing something here see when he's coming off the bench you're going there's nothing going here. What do you need, Paddy? 15 goals from the man? 15, nah. He's not, he's not scored yet. Get your checkbook out. <laughs> Time's <laughs> up. Okay, let's have a look at what's coming up on this week's show. First up, we look at the impact that Louis Palmer is now having as a Honduran grabbed his second goal in a week and an impressive all-round performance. Elsewhere, we then look at the rise and rise of Liam Scales as he continues to nudge himself further up the centre-half pecking order. Then it's time for the 11th man as the boys try to name the missing man from a well-known Celtic lineup. And finally, we take a closer look at Celtic's ongoing relationship with the City Football Group and where that may go in the future. OK, let's get the ball rolling by taking a closer look at Louis Palmer, who's now scored in back-to-back -back league games for us against Motherwell and Kilmarnock. Paddy, what's your general thoughts on what he's brought to the party so far? Slowly but surely impressing me. Um, I think very, very... You've been listening to the opening section of this week's Celtic Exchange Weekly. Join the Celtic Exchange Plus now to enjoy the episode in full and to gain access to all of our additional episodes. Get set up at theceltichexchange.com slash plus or sign up takes less than two minutes and you can explore it all with our free seven-day trial. As well as full access to the weekly show, you'll also get pre- and post-match episodes for every Celtic game, plus special episodes with Celtic heroes like Lubo Moravchik, Martin O'Neill and many more. It's your support that makes the Celtic Exchange what it is, so help us to now take the next steps as we make what we do even bigger and even better for Celtic supporters just like you. More podcasts, more reaction, more Celtic, all at the Celtic Exchange Plus. Sports Social Podcast Network.